Hey, what's up, everybody? Juan Martinez, a.k.a. Dr. Love. And I'm Stephanie Martinez, right? And you've just joined us on This Is Real. What's going on, man? To all my real ones, we are back at it again. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're so glad you have joined us today. We're so excited. Hey, and we just got a whole nother stack of letters. Oh, you know, wow. be mindful. <laughs> uh, you know, they were That's reading awesome, through though. them. We'll give some shout outs. We'll do all that stuff. I know. A lot of times people are like, hey, you know, because I get families that yeah. will send me messages. And I think we're like at a, a million seven hundred thousand mm. uh, in seven months wow. uh, of how many uh, inmates we've reached Reach. in the nation. And yeah. we're not talking about even the people out here. We're just saying people that are incarcerated. Yeah. Um, I've heard the messages. So that's where the show is going on wow. YouTube, but also there we're, we're very active in the in the prisons. Yeah. And so that's exciting. Yep. And so <laughs> I'm excited. Well, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. And so she's like, wow, how many? Because, well, yeah, when you say the a million, this and that, if I try to even picture that in like people, I'm like, I can't, you know, Oh, totally. <laughs> I don't think I've been in That's a room awesome. with a million. And let people, me tell you, you know? let me tell you, we've you know, we might not be famous out here. <laughs> But let me tell you something. In the prisons, they know us. Man. And that's why I want to be famous. Like, she's like, they're like, hey, Steph. <laughs> and you're famous in heaven. Famous. I am. Yes, we are. Yeah, yes, we are. yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That is what matters. You know, and so, yeah, it's not really about the fame. I'm just saying in there, oh, yeah. we're known, sure. you know, we're yeah. known. And yeah. so that's, I'd rather be known by those people because I think Jesus was all about setting the captives free, right? Yes. But giving them truth mm -hmm. uh -huh. and setting yes. free. So whether in there, out here, I just go, that's just a good fishing pond. But you know, out here, there's a lot of people that are incarcerated as well. Yeah. You know, they walk yes. around locked up with, with mm -hmm. things that are not true. Yes. Right? So here with us today, we welcoming have- Welcoming back. Welcoming right? back. He's family. <laughs> He's family. Yeah, yeah, I am. I yeah. love it. I love it. Do you mind telling everybody how old you are? Or is that something you want to hold in? No, I don't care. I'm 71. 70. Woo! Let me tell you something. <laughs> you could pa pa pa, hallelujah. <laughs> or all the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you what makes that. Let me tell you why. You meet some grumpy, bitter people oh. that are way younger. Oh. And at 71, I mean, I've seen them like literally, uh, you know, here and in Africa, right? Right. right. So I had in his, in his home, you know, we just built this relationship because, you know, people used to, before I met him, they used to say, that's who you're going to, you know, that's, mm -hmm. look at you, <laughs> right? You look at you. So then I meet him and I'm like, oh my God, that's me. And he's like, you're going to get crazier for Jesus. And so I'm like, yeah. wow, how much yeah. crazier Exciting. can I yeah. possibly be? We want to thank all of our partners who support us. Because of you, This Is Real has a tremendous reach from Houston to Galveston and up to the Austin area. This show reaches over 100 prisons nationwide with over 500,000 inmates tuning in weekly to hear the good news through our radio show and the Pando app. To partner with us, visit JuanMartinez.tv or download the free Get Rap TV app. And when I seen him out there, you know, because out there in the, we're like in the bush and all that, where you, where you we stood stuck. And he, he had told us, you know, oh, this is why, because they take like land cruisers and they make them almost like this, this yeah, yeah. fierce truck. And so when we were stuck and everybody else is stuck, because you're in the middle of nowhere and like it rains and everybody's stuck. And so I, we finally got stuck. Um. And so he's just like that. <laughs> he's not like, I can't, you know, he's like trying to figure it out, but he's happy, you know, you can just tell, you know, it's funny because, you know, he was, <laughs> I forgot one of the, it wasn't one of the instances you were telling the guy, uh, you just didn't hit, the, you didn't take the breakout. Oh, no, yeah, you know, he stopped. 
<laughs> so yeah. in mud, you know, yeah, momentum's yeah. in your favor. So, you know, when you're mudding, we don't call it mudding. It's called work. But <laughs> you yeah. just don't stop. You yeah, know, you want you that can. momentum. And, yeah. And, and so he, sometimes he stops. And so, you know. Yeah. But there was a part where you kept the brake, remember? I think oh, you yeah. had the brake on. He up. said, go. And I had the emergency brake on. And so, go. And so, man, there's smoke coming from the wheels. It's like, oh, we're not moving. And so, Timo looks in and he goes, Take off the brake. <laughs> Take off the brake because he's telling him, you need momentum. But I he's got he the emergency brake. brake all the way up. I and there's like 18-wheelers stuck, <laughs> Africans everywhere, oh you know, God. mud flying everywhere. I mean, it, you know, he's like that. And he said that was an easy one. And I'm thinking, easy one? We, yeah, we were stuck, stuck. Yeah. Like, and you're in the middle, like, you, it ain't like walk to the gas station. You, you're I mean, in the you, nowhere. You, yeah, you you really you're getting out <laughs> you, you have only one option That's it. and so That's right. it's just so wild to like even think that because wow. over here you're like you know hey somebody's driving by or get an uber yeah. <laughs> that don't exist you're lucky if you get a guy on a motorcycle and all of us fit on it oh. like no we, we right. all yeah. Right. yeah so if, we, if the guy comes on a motorcycle he's gonna take all of us like me you don and g and on make us fit and make it <laughs> impressive <laughs> <laughs> yo we've seen guys carrying on a motorcycle carrying a motorcycle with people on the motorcycle yeah. and a couch i've seen them with a couch wow. on a little not even a motorcycle a moped yeah, they're yeah. Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god this dude's got like you see like all this stuff <laughs> and they're like making it and that's all they use for taxis wow you know they might have nothing but you'll see a moped in the middle of nowhere yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i'm like what the yeah. But, you know, that becomes normal. Right. That right. becomes our normal mm -hmm. over there. So being stuck, I mean, that's just part of what we do. Right. Know? Yeah. But so we have shovels and we have everything. Mm -hmm. Winch. We've got all kinds of tools. We have house jacks. Cool. We have. Hey, yeah, David yeah. says hi. David Vessel says hi. You know, he said, oh, he said, wow. man, he said that guy can mm -hmm. preach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember he said it was there, this whole connection there. Yeah. 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 I've known David for a long back when he was on Vice. Wow. And Vice Police in Dallas. Yeah. That's wild. And for David hair, to say that he can preach. You know, super small world. Long <laughs> hair, earring. And no it's way. like, what happened to you? Because <laughs> he liked them better with the long hair. Oh, Yeah. I mean, That's and then awesome. he got it all cut off, and, yeah. and then he put on a sports coat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so something that you know, I guess we're, we're going to cover a topic today, right? It was just mm -hmm. this is the topic of topics. I feel sometimes, right? But something that you do so that, uh, so how long have you been in ministry and all that? How long have you been doing that for? Uh, Fifty years. Fifty years. Um, there, you know, what I love about, uh, let's say Pastor Don or Evangelist Don, just, just Don in his yeah. essence and, and Michelle, you know, big shout out to Michelle. She's just incredible. Um, and I just learned so much about her in Africa. It was like stuff wow. that, you know, cause she used to be a uh, puppet. Ventriloquist. Ventriloquist. Oh. I said, let me see. And she did it. She was like, and I was like, what? Cause I always thought Stephanie would re had a really good puppet voice. Well, we're not going to, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> but you know, Hey, maybe there's a thing we're traveling on the road. You're like, Hey, we, I don't know. you know, Let's it might see. be cool. I haven't felt the Lord tell me that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in this, I've learned, you know, I always knew you, you love the Lord. Obviously I knew all that, but I didn't know that sometimes you would take like just a certain topic and study uh -huh. it for two years and uh -huh. just one topic, like not actually leave out of that topic. Mm. Right. And that's, you know, I'm like, when you, so he started telling me all the stuff, you know, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. But what I want to talk about right now is the one topic of dan, 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 <laughs> women yeah. pastoring yeah. in ministry, like women. Here we yeah. have Stephanie. And every time we say Pastor Stephanie, we get 
you know, all this stuff, you know, ah, they throwing cans at her, you know, I gotta like, hey, oh, you wow. know? So, yeah. and, and then to wow. know that, you know, I, I know her personally for a long time, I've seen her in different facets and I just see uh, how God uses Pastor Stephanie in just incredible ways, right? I've just seen her in so many different things. I've seen her growth. I mean, sometimes more than some of my fellow men. Uh-huh. And so yeah, uh, yeah. not to compare because yeah. right. a man's a man right. and a woman's a woman, but I'm just saying in character and just mm-hmm. the way she carries herself. But then they're still throwing the apples. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I want you to talk about, because you studied this topic, right? Yeah, for a couple of years. Why? Why did you study the topic for a couple of years? <clears throat> well, I work with uh, you know, remote tribes, very mm-hmm. remote in Africa. And women are treated much like they were in the New Testament, which was they had no value. Okay. They had no place. Yep. Uh, a strict rabbi uh, in Bible days would never even address a woman outside of the home, not even his wife, not his daughter. Uh, mm. he, they would never even address a woman. And women were just a thing. They were just a possession in Bible days. You know, anybody that has a computer can look this up. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's common knowledge if you yeah. look it up. They were just no value. As a matter of fact, a, a Jew would get up and pray, God, I want to thank you that I was not born a Gentile. I want to thank you that I was not uh, born a tax collector. And I want to thank you that I was not born a woman. Wow. Because a woman was valued about like a tax collector. They were like cursed. And so as I began to see this, even in the bush, that their view of women was just like they were slaves. Yeah. And so. I got to see that. It's yeah, super it, true. It's just, it's, it's horrible. And so, you know, kingdom is different. You know, our, the kingdom of God invades our culture. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I've never understood this one. You know, when I got saved, I didn't know anything about church. You know, I was a druggie and stuff like that. So you? I you know, <laughs> church just didn't, I didn't know why people went because I'd watch them come out and they looked sad and I'd watch them go in and they looked sad. And when I'd go to bars, you know, we'd be in the parking lot, like high fine each other. Yeah. And then I'm like, because yeah, we're going to go have fun. But then I'd see people like, you know, this is where God hangs out. And it's like, oh, God, must be a bummer. Cause right? Look at them. <laughs> and then when they come out, you'd think they'd get fixed, you know, but they're just as miserable. And wow. so it was like, you know, if that's God, you know, and that's what the culture portrayed here, you know, somber, quiet, sad, no joy, no excitement. Baptized in vinegar. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, this just didn't right because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, the kingdom. And so when I got saved, I went through culture shock. Yeah. You know, just like you, you know, you know what it is when you when you go to another, another culture. Yeah. It's culture shock, right? Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Because all of a sudden you're around people that are acting different. They dress different. They eat different. Their language is different. Everything's different. And boom, you get dropped in the middle of this culture. It's like you go through shock. It's like I don't mm-hmm. know what you're saying. I don't know why you're acting this way. Right. I don't know. Well, how does a person get born again yeah. and translated from the culture of this world, whether it's America or Africa, right. into the culture of the kingdom yeah. and not go through culture shock? Yeah. How do people in the U.S. get born again and it's like, oh, yeah, it's the same. 
Mm-hmm. No, man, you, you should be in culture shock. I was. I didn't know the words they used in church. Justified, glorified, yeah. sanctified. Somebody used the word convicted, and I went, yay, I know that <laughs> word. <laughs> yay, I got it, man. Convict. That means you've been busted, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I just never got that. And then when I You talk about that a lot, huh? Yeah, the whole, uh, you know, yeah, the, 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 the language, we the verbiage. We get used to it so often that we say those things, and I'm like, to everybody. To a new believer, yeah. they don't know what the heck no. you're talking about. <laughs> I was going through culture shock. Yeah. I didn't know why they sang these songs, you know? I mean, so it, it was it was shocking yeah. to get translated, same as you, from yeah. that culture to the kingdom culture. Yeah. Well, everything changes. Yeah. Mm. Not just one. We don't yeah. just pick. Yeah. I'm going to let God change this in my culture and this, but not totally transform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I realized how we're looking at women is not kingdom. Yeah. You know, why won't we let God in that area of our life? Come experience the love that will change your life every Sunday at Get Rap Church. Visit us at 23221 Alden Westfield Road in Spring, Texas, 77373 for three services at 9 a.m., 1015 a.m., and 12 p.m. Not in Houston, not a problem. Join us for our online service from anywhere in the world by downloading our free GetRap TV app or by visiting GetRap Church's YouTube channel. Also, be sure to check us out at GetRap People on all social media platforms to stay up to date on everything happening at GetRap Church. Why won't won't we let him in that part of our mind, that part of our culture, and change that too? Because Jesus was revolutionary in his time Mm -hmm. with women. Yeah. I mean, man, he it upset people. That's true. I mean, here's what they called a rabbi, and he's got women hanging out with him, mm-hmm. even prostitute women. You know, I mean, oh, Ooh. my God. Can you imagine Jesus hanging out with a prostitute? Yeah, that would have been all over Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, it'd they would have like, blasted him. Can you imagine a pastor <laughs> going to a conference, yeah. and, a pro- and a prostitute comes and lays down at his feet? He'd be kicking her away like, oh, my God, I don't know. You get away. You're going to ruin my reputation. Jesus embraced him. Yeah, it's like, get wrapped. Right now, Jesus would have hung out with us. <laughs> Come on, man. We got, every, we got yeah. people, you know, I from it. the back. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love that. Oh my god. So the the women thing. That's how I yeah. got, I started studying yeah. it. Okay. It so was, talk to us about it. Uh, let's. Where do you want to start? Talk to us about it because we want to give you this time to actually uh, share with us everything you learned when it comes to you know. I think you were talking about timeless truth and temporary regulations yes, and all yes. that's kind of how you started. The last time I kind of mm-hmm. even heard this mm-hmm. and we were all blown away, right? Because so I think good. every staff, I think everybody in the planet should invite Don Babin to teach this <laughs> mm-hmm. because I just think it's either, either it's missing or people know and they're just not saying it. Mm-hmm. It's both. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Okay. The Greek scholars have even proven that by changing Greek words. Wow. That some of the people that translated it because yeah. they were so against women like Junia and Junius mm. which were apostles and yeah. so they changed that word in Romans 16 but <clears throat> you know l- let me just read it let but, me oh, just read but, it yeah I'm going to let you read it but before you go there what if somebody said right now and that's why I don't go to church and that's because the, the, the Bible's changed yeah well you know <clears throat> it's our responsibility to study mm. you know I mean I, you know, like, I think it's healthy to eat vegetables. <clears throat> yeah. And canned vegetables are good, but fresh vegetables are better. So, you know, I think we have to dig. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to do the digging. If we want to be healthy, this guy. I've got to eat fresh vegetables. i got to do—that's why the manna got old after a day. Yeah. I don't want to eat yesterday's manna. Yeah. 
You know, I want today's manna. And so that's up to us. We have a Bible. We have more tools today at our fingertips than ever before in the history of the earth that you can sit down with a computer and get Greek and Hebrew and Latin and, and all of that. So why not study it? Yeah. You know, I mean, so. It's good. So give us some vegetables, fresh ones. Yeah, let me, let me read <laughs> one, of the, one of the few verses, a passage where a lot of people are troubled, and there are several. It's the one in yeah. Corinthians where women should keep silent in mm -hmm. church. People jump all over that. And if I have time, I'll explain Yeah, no, that. you have time. Totally out of context, totally mm -hmm. not understanding the context of what's happening. Yeah. So whenever you study, I have to say this, and this is for anybody that's listening, whenever you study, you can make the Bible say anything you want. Yeah. Anybody can that knows the Bible. It can be twisted and distorted to say anything we want. But if you want the truth, then it's like a nugget, and you got to dig through the mountain to yeah. get that nugget. Yeah. And so, like, this passage in Timothy that's so misunderstood, you have to understand, one, why was Paul writing Timothy? What was the purpose of these verses? What's the purpose of this passage? What was happening in the city of Ephesus? Yeah. You know, I need to know something about Ephesus. When I study Titus, I have to know about Crete. And so the background of the book is as much the Word of God as the Word of God. Mm -hmm. See, it's important to know that, that the Hebrews were in captivity to the Babylonians. Yeah. That helps me to understand Jeremiah from a different perspective. So if you don't know the background of what's happening, if you don't know the culture that it's happening in, Paul was not writing to America in 2024. Yeah. You have to understand that. He was writing to a, a, a Greek culture. He was writing to a Roman culture. He was writing to Israel, to the Jews. You have to understand all that or you're going to misinterpret a lot of scriptures. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it takes time to learn that. It takes time to study that. But let me just read this and then we'll kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. break it apart. Go for it. It's 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 15. And Paul said, and also women should wear proper clothes that show respect, self-control, mm -hmm. not using braided hair, gold, pearls, expensive clothes. So, you know, here we have a whole denomination coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Just from this passage. I mean, don't whole, wear that. Don't you know, I mean, yeah, he's I'm not saying anything. I'm just going to yeah, let yeah. you. Keep I mean, because those that are a part of that have already figured that out when I read it. But anyway, verse 10. <laughs> instead, instead. See, so he's saying, okay, instead, instead of the gold and the, instead, they should do good deeds. So he must be talking about somebody that wasn't doing good deeds. He must be talking about somebody that wasn't a so part good. of the inner circle of the church. Yeah. So who's he talking to? That's going to help me to translate this passage. Yeah, yeah. They should do, which is right for women who say they worship God. They didn't worship God. They said they worshiped God. They professed, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so then he says, so let a woman learn by listening quietly and being ready to cooperate in everything. But I do not allow a woman to teach or to have authority over a man 
but to listen quietly because Adam was formed first and then Eve and then Adam was not tricked but the woman was tricked and became a sinner but she shall be saved through having children if she continues in faith, love, holiness, and self-control. That's good stuff. Now this will throw people off because they're going to say, mm-hmm. well, you get, you know, they get saved by staying at home and having babies. Well, what if you have a woman that can't have babies? Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. she just goes to hell. Mm-hmm. What if she's single and not old enough to get married? Well, I guess she goes to hell. Because if you read this, it just says they're saved by doing what? Mm-hmm. Having So it must say something different because anybody with a brain would know that the Bible's not saying, yeah. if you don't have children, you're destined for hell. Yeah. So then what is it saying? <clears throat> so you have to understand, and uh, like you said the last time I taught this, when you study scripture, there's timeless truth. Mm-hmm. It's the truth is the truth is the truth. Time isn't going to change it. Culture's not going to change it. Geography, whether you're in Africa or you're in America, truth is the truth. It's timeless. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, if it can't be preached in the bush of Africa, it should not be preached here. Mm. Because truth goes beyond all borders. Mm -hmm. Truth in the 1400s is the same today in 2024. Truth doesn't change by time, doesn't change by location. And when you study the Bible, there is timeless truths. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, that's a timeless truth. Yes. Nothing is going to change that. Yes. But not everything falls into that category in Scripture. There's also temporary regulation. And we're dealing with some temporary regulation here. And those that are, that are uh, self-professing theologians are right now thinking, ah, we got him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's really messing up here. But there, there's a lot of things that Paul addressed because of his culture. Hmm. Temporary regulations. Yes. And so you have to understand, again, who's he writing to? He's not writing to Americans in 2024. He's writing to people that had a horrible perspective of women, Mm -hmm. no respect for women, prayed and thanked God they weren't born a woman, couldn't address a woman when you're in public. And women, you know, they didn't even have to attend any of the festivals, the Jewish festivals. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to go. They went because they wanted to, but they didn't have to because women were just women. And when they'd go to the synagogue, they had a separate place for women, a galley, yeah, secluded away. A woman didn't need to know the law, and it was wrong to teach a woman the law. And if a Jew was teaching a woman a law, they would say, you're casting your pearls before swine. Mm. Because you're teaching people that we don't care about them knowing the law. Mm-hmm. We don't even care about them. You know, so... It's really um, good. That That's the culture. Yep. And so there are there are temporary regulations, temporary things that Paul says because of the time that he was born and when the Word of God was written. If he's saying that a woman should be silent and a woman should not take authority, then there's a lot of scriptures, right, mm-hmm. that we all know Yeah. that just don't jive with that. Right. You know, it's like, we. I mean, right now, some of us are thinking, well, what about this verse? And what about, you know, how can a woman keep silent? Like, you know, if a woman is to keep silent in church, then why do we let her pray out loud? Yeah. Silent is silent. Yeah. Why do we have a woman singing? That's right. not silent. Mm-hmm. Why do we have a woman greeting? That's not silent. You know, silent means you walk in the door, you don't say a word. Matter of fact, we should put them in a little separate galley 
so that we don't have to hear them and even look at them. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, the, that's the text of right. the things that Paul is addressing. And yeah. then when you look at the church of Ephesus, uh, some of the ones that began it, and you have to read this in Acts 18, 19, yeah. and 20, yeah. when the church of Ephesus was established, Priscilla and Aquila were a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Priscilla and Aquila taught Apollos because Apollos only heard about John's baptism. But Aquila, which is a woman, I mean, uh, the husband, and yeah. Priscilla, which is the wife, taught, both of them taught uh, Apollos. Wow. So why would Paul tell Timothy, look, don't let a woman speak, even though I know this church began because of Priscilla and Aquila? Mm-hmm. That's I mean, it just, it's like, come on, you know, we got to yeah. think this through. Yeah. Yes. And so, <clears throat> anyway, Paul. I also want to thank uh, our partners uh, or our partner, yeah. right? Well, we have partners, but the specific one, uh, ISI, Iron Sharpens Iron, you know, I always do this little, Urk. if you got into an accident, <laughs> make sure you reach out to them, ISI. Uh, they're all over Houston, and they actually help us get the word to the captives oh, so they can be set awesome. free. Paul doesn't contradict himself. Or better than that, the Word of God doesn't contradict Amen. itself. Absolutely. Amen. It, there's only a contradiction because of our cultural beliefs. Yeah, the lens how, we see from, right? Yes, yes. And so, you know, I tell people this all the time in Africa, and I think you heard me say this. Yeah. Why do we believe what we believe? Mm-hmm. And I'm pausing because I want people to, why do you believe what you believe? Why do you believe when you die you'll go to heaven? Why do you believe that? Do you believe it because a preacher preached it? Well, you got to be careful because there are some people have a different twist on that. Mm-hmm. So why do we believe what we believe? Many people believe what they believe because it's been passed on generationally, mm-hmm. and that's called tradition, mm-hmm. the traditions of men. Or do we believe it because of timeless truths? Mm-hmm. See, I don't want to base what I believe upon what some other man said. Right. Even though when I got saved, I didn't know what the Bible said. As soon as I got saved, you know what I did? Mm. I started reading the Bible because I wanted to know that's what that man said. Yeah. But I don't want to die and stand before God on Judgment <laughs> Day and God says, hey, man, you shouldn't have believed him. The yeah. truth was these other guys. Yeah. So we need to take the time to find out these timeless truths. Mm-hmm. And so in Ephesus, so you have to understand what's happening in Ephesus. In Ephesus, there are many cult goddesses and gods. Okay. It's, Ephesus is known for that. One of the strongest cults in Ephesus was Diana and mm-hmm. Artemis. Artemis being the Greek name, Diana being the Roman name. Yes. And so Artemis was this huge temple beat, you know, built for her. They believe that uh, woman was born first. <clears throat> woman was dominant. Yeah. Woman was the strength. And so they built this huge temple full of prostitutes. They all wore braided hair and gold. They were very intellectual. Mm-hmm. They were mm-hmm. very wealthy. And so they dressed different, and you could see them in town, and you would know, wow, that must be one of the members of the temple of Artemis or Diana wow. because you could tell the way she was dressed. The way she mm-hmm. dressed exemplified I'm a follower That's of funny. Artemis. Yeah. And so you would see them around town, but then you have this church that got started and they're meeting in these different homes and they're saying, you know, they're right and this is how you get saved. And so there was a big difference. It's like, here's the goddess and here's Jesus. And wow, they even dress different and they act different and everything about them is different. Yeah. And so 
it was culture shock for Ephesus mm-hmm. because yeah. Artemis was common. And, and so the, the goddess <clears throat> Artemis, you know, they believed that Artemis would protect a woman in childbirth. That's why you read up there that, you know, she's going to be saved in childbirth. Mm-hmm. They believed Artemis protected the woman, and she was also a goddess of fertility. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, you would go to her to be pregnant. You would go to her so that you wouldn't die in childbirth. And so all of these kind of things is what Paul is addressing to Timothy. Paul wanted Timothy to set things straight, to get yeah. things right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, if you believe right, you'll live right. Yeah. If you believe wrong, you're going to live wrong. Yes. So if we don't get this right, then we're going to live wrong. Mm-hmm. We've got to get this right. Yes. And, you know, Acts 19, I mean, people that are listening, if you really want to get into it, you should study Acts 19. But Artemis gave women sexual power over men, mm. much like Delilah. Mm. Okay. Know, Delilah had power over Samson, even though he had supernatural power. This woman had a different kind of supernatural power yeah. that could manipulate and seduce Samson to giving away a secret. Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of what they're dealing with in in Ephesus. These women, prostitutes, which was very common in New Testament days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, Corinth, you know, had uh, temple prostitutes. And it wasn't just women. It was women and men. Men, yeah. So, I, mean, I, I saw was, that when I went to Israel. It's a very perverted. They had all the, like, what looked like to be motels and in the middle, like, of the city and stuff. And they would say that. You can just, like, get off a day, hard day work and then just go there and just, and it would be okay. You know, yeah. like, the wife would be at home and you just go with a prostitute, whether it was a man or a woman, and you sure. just continue about your day. You're just kind of like, all right, I'm done. And see, in, in Ephesus, that was, uh, that was a form of worshiping. Mm. So see, it was, it was assigned marriage in yeah. Bible days. Yeah. So you didn't pick your wife. You didn't, it, a lot of times it wasn't because you loved her. Yeah. It was because mom and dad wanted you to marry them. Yeah. Yeah. And so there wasn't a lot of love. And so in Bible days, the woman's purpose is to have children, take care of the home, prepare meals. Mm-hmm. So my sexual satisfaction is going to come from the temple. Mm-hmm. And that was understood. I'm going to go there, get a temple prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you got to think all of this when this is written. Yeah. Yes. And that's what people miss because they're reading it in 2024 yeah, instead of in, yeah, 55 AD, you know, mm. 60 AD. And so you have to kind of look at the light of that. Yes. And <clears throat> let me kind of skip down. Here's a, the authority Reve- of a man in Revelation yeah. 2, uh, verse 24. Uh, Jesus does not reprimand Jezebel for teaching. See, a lot of people say, well, see, Jezebel should not have been teaching in the temple. Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't reprimand her for teaching. Jesus reprimanded her for teaching false doctrine. So, you know, we have to keep those kind of things in context because people throw out, what about Jezebel? Well, I mean, it was Jesus there. I mean, they can read it in Revelation 2. He didn't correct her because it was a woman. Why would he? I mean, you know, Jesus was really pro-women. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm pro-woman. I'm, <laughs> my mom was one. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so when Paul says that women should wear proper clothes, showing their respect, he's showing the difference between Christianity and the goddess of Artemis. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. you know, the pearls, expensive clothes. And uh, these, some of them are saying they worship God, mm. but the God that they worship was Artemis. Yeah. And so they're saying, you know, let's get that straight. And it says, I don't allow a woman to take authority over a man. And that's, that's the big one. Mm-hmm. That's a woman the big one. should not take authority over a man. Yes. Well, I have a question about that. In Galatians, the kingdom, in the kingdom of God, there's neither slave or free, Jew or Greek, man nor woman, right? We're right. familiar with that passage. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if in the kingdom there's no such thing as a difference between a slave and a free man. So my question is, if there's not a difference in the kingdom, can a slave have spiritual authority over somebody that's free, according to that scripture? What mm-hmm. do you think? Can a slave have authority? Sure. Mm-hmm. Because in the kingdom, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if it's a slave or a free man. Right. Authority comes from God. Mm-hmm. It's That's not it. about how your your social status. Yeah, 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 yeah. So how many likes you got? Yes, Come it's on. not about that. So then, then he goes further and says, uh, so there's neither Jew nor Greek. Right. Wow, now this is revolutionary in Bible days. So he's saying, so would it be proper for a Greek to have authority over a Jew? Well, if it's proper for a slave to have authority over a free man, then it's proper. Why wouldn't it be proper then? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then he says there's neither man nor woman. Uh oh. Uh oh. So in the kingdom, <laughs> is it possible for a woman to have authority over a man? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, Priscilla yeah. had some kind of teaching authority over Apollos. Because she was teaching him. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, you know, in the kingdom, that's in the kingdom. So now here, there is a difference. No way a slave can, no way are we going to let a Greek have authority over a Jew. (laughs) Go to Israel and tell him that. (laughs) See, the kingdom is revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he just turns everything upside down, man. And we're going to get to heaven. We're going to realize that. So I want to enjoy it on this side of heaven. Yeah. (laughs) So he uses the word authority. That's the Greek word, authentin. Authentin. Now, this is really strange to me because there's a lot of words for power and authority in the Greek language. Mm-hmm. Exousia is one. Dunamis is one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just the power. a whole lot of different Greek words. Yeah. Now, listen to this. This is the only place in the entire Greek New Testament that authentin is used. Mm. Wow. Wow, that's mind blowing to me. Oh yeah, totally. Right. Why would he just? Why would he choose this word for this passage when there are so many other words he could have chose? Mm. Because that word translates in the Greek to thrust yourself on someone, mm. to thrust yourself, and it also one translator uses the word sexual license. Mm. It's the word that you're going to use your sexual authority to take authority over a man. Mm. You're going to seduce him. You're going to seduce him for the purpose of having authority over them. Mm -hmm. That's why Paul chose this word in the context of Ephesus with the surrounding of this dominant woman cult that's going to take charge. So what happened is you get somebody from the temple of Diana or Artemis that comes into this home church. Well, she's going to bring with her, right, everything she's been taught. 
Mm-hmm. She she only she's believes trusting. what she's been taught. She's thrusting everywhere. She, so, is, yeah. she is going up in the church house. Thrusting. Oh, and, yeah, and she's like, I'm an authority. <laughs> I have power over yeah. me. She hasn't been taught yet. She's a brand new convert. Mm-hmm. Come on. And so Paul tells Timothy, let's get this straight. She, you need, I don't allow a woman to use their sexual power to get authority over a man. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to allow that in the church. She needs to sit down and be quiet and listen and learn and be discipled. And so, that that was just needed right there. Because sometimes I think people take one word and make it whatever they want. But when you actually know what it says, like, you know, this is like, even though I've heard you this whole thing, I got everything you're saying, I want to like, oh, I can't wait till they hear this. You know, it's just just changes the context of everything, right, when you're reading that. Yes. And not knowing, I mean, if you don't see it yet, because there'll still be some people that'll go, well, no. Yep. You know, so that's and, good. And you're right. There's people even knowing that because they have been taught since they were this big. Women have no authority. Women should be silent in church. Women should be, you know. And yeah. even in those churches, you have a woman that gets up and sings. And so, you know, they need to be corrected because yes. she needs to be silent. Mm-hmm. But, yes. you know, so, you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you get away from the Word of God, you're going to encounter a lot of contradictions. Mm-hmm. See, like we believe women should be silent. So, uh, Sister Mary, stand up and give the announcements. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's a contradiction. <laughs> you know, we believe women keep silent in the church. Uh, okay, now let's all pray. And the women are praying. I want to stand up and go, oh, time out. Whoa, oh, you just went against your own yeah. teaching. Y'all need to shut up. Yeah. Come on. Now, what that's would they stuff. say if I said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's going to happen when you get away from the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. And so mm-hmm. that's why Paul used that word, you know, authentic. Authentic. You know, and so, uh, you know, and that's about women, women, you know, being saved in childbirth, I mean, we can really get into that. And that's a wrap. Thank you. This is Real Family for joining us. You can be a part of the crew by following us on social media or writing us at P.O. Box 671-626, Houston, Texas, 77267. And don't forget, stay real.